me, I'm Alan McGuire. And I'm Sarah Griffin. And this is Juvenalia, a podcast where we talk to an interesting person about a bit of pop culture that was important to them when they were young. Our guest today is singer-songwriter Laura Keane, also known as LK. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> this is a first for us. We've never done an album before as a topic. Oh, wow. Okay. It's Yeah, so this is really interesting. Please um, tell us what you've picked for your, I, for your topic. So I've picked um, an album that I think shaped me as a person and as a child, um, mm-hmm. for sure. It is Christina Aguilera Stripped, um, released in 2002. Very interesting. Um, I was I turned eighteen two thousand two. How old were you? Um, eight. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, ninety four. So yeah. So we we're gonna get the full spread of teenage experiences of Christina oh Aguilera in this episode. Yeah, I'm that's sure real because right we're staggered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah, sister, I think my sure. sister is the same age as you. So oh, what age were you I two thousand two. Uh, I was. Uh, I'm nineteen eighty eight. So I was like. Twelve sums. What age was yeah. I? Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen. I don't. Yeah. I didn't go to college for for sums. Okay. <laughs> uh, Fourteen is the correct answer. Thank you, Alan McGuire. Um, <laughs> yes, and my sister was born in nineteen ninety four, weren't you, Katie? I think she was. Yeah. So uh, perfectly staggered. So perfectly staggered. Uh, so I got to kind of experience her listening to music a little bit by proxy too. Um, Christina was absolutely not Britney Spears I will tell you that much yeah for sure oh my god definitely so tell us about like what you remember what were you like as an eight-year-old first of all I I was a bullied child so I was like welcome home buddy (laughs) (laughs) I found my people um yeah I was no I was fine do you know what I mean but I was also like bullied and picked on and quite insecure I think um and I was the music one even at that age so I think, um, yeah, there was something about that album that just, it was like the first time I felt understood. I, I felt like this, this makes sense. Like this is speaking to me, you know what I mean? Um, mm. And yeah, there's just so much to it. Like even I listen back now and I can remember um, just the ways I was feeling and lyrics that were standing out to me and, and like standing in my room and trying to sing the long notes she was singing and, and just like even how her music is like influenced my music now and there's a lot of piano and there's a lot of kind of soul and um, the topics and the, the themes that she was singing about and the rawness of it all and I think um, yeah it's, it's a very deep kind of album in some ways and um, yeah it just it definitely just spoke to me at that age I was like oh my god she got my back <laughs> you know yeah it's probably <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit further down her kind of catalogue as well isn't it like it's not her first yeah. album it's her fourth so, album yeah wow so she is sort of had progressed sort of past that early post I don't know was she in the Disney club that kind of Disney club energy yeah, was, of being yeah. a pop yeah. pop she princess was. not Britney etc and this one was sort of a I feel like we all remember when you're beautiful dropped do you know like that yeah, was like a, sure. a a serious before the internet it's very hard to have a kind of collect a uh, pop culture collective moment you mm-hmm. know but I'm, songs like that I think rocked things a bit you know even the music video like she's got like transgender people in there she's got like she's touching on like anorexia she's got like lgbt like in that video alone there's so many topics that are coming up that are, that are so like now you know have really been spoken about it's really ahead and of its she, time yeah 100 percent. like obviously i was eight but i don't really remember many other um kind of political type you know videos from a pop star like a female kind of pop yeah someone that came from that disney um, space and I know she used this album to kind of strip off you know her her who she was um, who, who she was being perceived as I suppose um, as like a pop star she was that's not me this is me 
Mm-hmm. Um, so she kind of went a bit dirty and then she also went a bit like raw with with emotion and stuff mm-hmm. in it too. So it's, it's cool. She did the job well. Mm, big time. <laughs> it's kind of a move we're kind of familiar with now because like Miley Cyrus, said, it's that, that post-Disney club, I'm an adult now move. Mm, yeah. Which Miley Cyrus did. I You know what? This is my first time listening to the album. I loved Dirty at the time. It was actually like one of the like four song pop songs I had in my um, Creative Zen jukebox MP3 player. Creative Zen, <laughs> like, excellent. I was, I, was like, I was like, guitars, guitars, guitars. But I had like four Justin Timberlake songs and Dirty on there as well. But it reminded me, and I'm going to get cancelled for this, it reminded me of Lemonade. Wow. Oh, yeah? Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. And production-wise, oh. a lot of it sounds like the quieter bits of Lemonade. Oh, clap. Oh, wow, yeah. That is I'm, really interesting. I'm, I hadn't thought about it like that, but yeah, I think you're on the money there. Big dark and beats, I, big heavy kind of mm, uh, yeah, energy and like office. thoughtful and slow, much much slower than anything else that was around at the time. Yeah, and I feel like it's like pushing at the limits of what a major label pop artist in 2002 can do to their sound without completely mm. getting fired because they had a lot less control then. 100%. Whereas now Rihanna and Beyonce can just go, "I'm going to make an album once every five years, and it's going to be non-commercial at all." Whereas this is much more adult than. Mm. Definitely what Britney was doing, or who else was around then? Christina Milian, mm. or Aaliyah, or anybody like that. Mm, Nobody was doing anything as like thoughtful as stripped, I think. And that was her whole point, even like in the intro strip. She's like, "Sorry if I don't fit the mold." Like that's not like you know. She she kind yeah. of disclaims that at the start of the album, being like, "That's not what this is going to be," um, which is like, amazing. And also, there's a lot of kind of I know back back in the day, and even yeah, even now. A lot of the songs are kind of like damsel in distress, like, you know, hurting over a boy or something. And um, hers is really empowering, really all about feminism. Like one of the first songs on her album, she's like, how come a girl ca- can't do this and a guy can? Like if a guy does this, if he's three girls, like he's the man, but if a girl does it, she's a whore. So she like, she's saying that straight away. And um, it was just, yeah, really refreshing. I, th- I think it's, it's a really good thing to be listening to at that age. I think it's mm. a really good influence. Um, yeah. And then at the, at the other end of that, she is getting all kind of provocative and dirty and stuff. So it's kind of showing t- you can be everything. You don't have to just Multitudes. be. Multitudes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And it's I not guess just all the deep. In the age of like the the sort of the very, the exquisitely crafted personal brand, right? Mm. Which is how most musicians have to operate in the internet and, and creative performers have to operate in the internet because that's, it's just the industry standard at this juncture, right? At that time, when the only way you could kind of interact with the celebrity, you, you couldn't interact with them. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. Uh, and the only way that we could kind of hear about them was on the radio or in magazines. Like it was all deeply, deeply, deeply curated. Mm-hmm. And because yeah. of her parallel as blonde pop gal uh, moving into a space, like Dirty was like scandalous. It was yeah. scandalous. <laughs> yeah. You know? She got a lot 100%. of hate for it. She re- people like, were from the tabloids yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. Ripped people her. were Ripped not her. happy about it. So now where people will make calculated feminist moves, um, I hate when feminism is sold back to me in any capacity. I'm just like, fuck off with your tote bag, please. You know what I mean? It really stresses <laughs> yeah. me out. I, I don't yeah. feel feminism does intersect with capitalism at all points right of course it does all things do yeah. it just sometimes makes me feel gross mm-hmm. that's it yeah i completely understandable yeah it's just like i don't know man is this real is this not real i don't mm-hmm. um but i think at that particular time let not was it a less cynical time time i don't know but uh looking at the kind of the broad variety of of subjects and that she's singing about and the way the different music videos are presented um i don't know man it it does feel feminist it does feel Mm. like it's trying something 
Yeah, you know? <clears throat> for sure. Yeah, and I think that was her whole angle was to strip off that pop, clean, prop princess um, image and just kind of speak from her heart and her soul and just like say, this is who I am. And, and it was kind of um, metaphorical as well as it was kind of, you know, physical too, that it's like, well, this is actually happening. You know, she's half naked on the on the cover, mm. but it's also, it's not just meant to be in a sexual way. It's like in a kind of raw emotional way too. Um, and yeah, I remember actually, it's funny you're saying that we don't really get to see an insight into artists or who they are, other no. than what they portray in their music. Um, yep. But I remember seeing a documentary and this was around the time of her recording. It was kind of like, oh, I can't remember exactly what it was. It's absolute yonks ago, but I remember um, it was showing her in the recording process of Stripped. And even with her singing, I'm okay, like she's genuinely in tears. Like she was just like, I mean, she's just lying down and they're like, just lie down, sing the song. And she's lying down, her voice is cracking. It's so real. It doesn't feel put on. It didn't feel like there's a producer being like, you, like, you know, let me hear the emotion. She genuinely is just like really, feeling it and, and expressing it in in real time um that it's just that kind of stuck with me too that it's like the yeah. pieces that we did get were a lot more um i don't know they just stick with you a lot a lot better than some of the content we're getting so much of it now it's just like content is the word you know like yeah. any singer at any juncture could get their partner or someone in the room to stand up over them with their phone and be like let's go on instagram live and i'm gonna sit on the floor and cry and sing i'm sure there's someone out there doing that this literal moment <laughs> right. there isn't a there is an entire YouTube genre of people sitting 100%. on their floors and crying, you know? <laughs> Playlists to um, them. Jeepers. But at the at the same time, when you do, I feel like those music documents, like I, um, I had my bands as teenagers, you know, like I was a, I really liked Jane's Addiction. They were my band. Mm, yeah. Um, like way to, way to pick something relatable. <laughs> but, uh, I remember finding this VHS of, um, just footage of them fucking around when they were on tour you know and it was kind of like a very low budget very kind of ad hoc documentary mm. and being fucking transfixed by it because yeah. i simply had not seen dave navarro just walking the fuck around yeah. i didn't know how tall per perry farrell was yeah and these are snippets we are talking like the grainiest like grimiest the whole vhs i'd never even seen a 15 minute vhs before mm. you know yeah just and being human really isn't it yeah and just doing and also doing drugs like and <laughs> like yeah. absolutely using heroin you know like mm. there's a segment in it of dave navarro pulling a an eel out of a fish tank and he like hits it off this table a few times and he puts it back in the tank and it's so surreal and so bizarre you know but again any musician any like band any act can just do, like we have like i'm wiggling my phone at the zoom but like uh i it's so instantaneous whereas there was a time when even if there were producers knocking around putting a camera on somebody doing what they do like singing especially in a studio it felt richer yeah absolutely absolutely you know? it's, it's almost like it's been diluted now yeah um, oh we're so desensitized oh yeah 100 it's it's too accessible and also it's it's uh, i can't imagine there's much thought put behind every piece of content oh um, no as much as there was back in the day you know when it was more expensive like, to do it 
Yeah, and if you're going to do documentary, this is your one chance. Like, if you say something that people aren't going to agree with, you're going to you can change your mind in five minutes and then put another video out, or five seconds later and be like, actually, no, let me just re-upload that. And you mm. can go from like you know one extreme to the other. Whereas before, it's like this is my one chance to get this message across. So it needs to be strong and it needs to stick with people. And obviously, it has because we're remembering things mm. now that we saw mm. and that we heard from like what twenty years ago almost. Yeah. Mm. yeah when i was eight i had a, a bon jovi video which was the videos from one of their albums and then backstage footage uh similar to the james addiction one i'd imagine um and that was all i knew of them as people was those little tiny clips in that one video of them and now i watched it back a couple of years ago and i was like oh they're all on cocaine that's why it was so weird and mysterious uh, to me as an eight-year-old that's why i couldn't understand it they are off their heads on cocaine amazing well but no, that's okay. it that's what you have just that tiny little bit of mystery to figure out like this is this is how you be cool i think yeah. <laughs> so i should figure that out yeah, it sticks I with say, you though yeah. do you know what i mean mm. i remember like it's again it's such a kind of a pointless memory i don't know why i remember it but i even in one of her documentaries where she's like she's obsessed with halloween her family's obsessed with halloween so like they mm. each year like they spent like over a thousand dollars went to the shop made this like haunted house thing the kids had to walk through and then her brother got scared and she like hugged him comforted him but that is like implanted in my brain forever mm. and it's like why <laughs> do you know what i mean why why christina what's going on <laughs> why are you still here like what's going on did you like christina so aguilera funny. before this album like how did you like did she orbit your kind of musical sphere like what was your taste like when you were like you said you're a, a music kid even at that age like where yeah. what was your entry point you know and this is obviously a high point but like what was it like on the way in? I, I'm not sure. I think it might have been Fighter when she released that single, huh. which wasn't released until a year later, I don't think. But I just remember that so vividly. And this is back in the MTV days when they played mm. music videos. And you just like stay there all day. You'd be waiting for the one song to come on. It'd come on and you'd be glued to it because you just couldn't get access to it otherwise. And I just remember being obsessed with fighter like the music video to say obviously went out and got the album and then i think that's when i was like okay amazing um i'm being obsessed with it um but i think besides that like i was i was a music kid in the sense that i was doing singing lessons i was playing piano i was even writing at that age um i was like in theater so i was like a theater kid as well yeah <laughs> um which is gas um which is another, I think it's another thing of why I was so obsessed with it because I had like, I had classical training, I had musical theatre training, I couldn't sing pop songs, do you know what I mean? And it's also something like kids would kind of slag me down, well, you're a classical singer, or you're an opera singer, because I did like um, musical theatre yeah, yeah. and shows and stuff. Um, it wasn't even, it wasn't even opera though, or, or anywhere near that or classical, it was like shows and stuff. But um and then I looked at her and I was like, she's cool because she can do all this stuff and she can do a throw her voice around and she can do these runs and she can hold these notes. Her runs are amazing. They're just oh, astonishing to hear. I feel like yeah. it was like two or three weeks ago. It was like something horrifying, like the 15th anniversary of Lady Marmalade. I hated that, you know. 20. Shut up, Alan. I think I was yeah, 15. It was 15, Alan. It was 15. <laughs> no. <laughs> like that makes me feel sick yeah. in my mouth. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I went back and I watched the video and I felt super old. Um, yeah. And I was like, my God, that woman can throw that voice around. <laughs> like, God, yeah. no. And just the power. Like, mm. God. Yeah. It's like, it's mad that you can, I guess the sign of how good she is that you can remember the runs. Mm -hmm. They're not just these random 
random runs. There are like structured, melodic, yeah. iconic runs. Mm. We watched just watched a Marmaday video just now before oh. this. And my wife was like, "Yeah, that was like a that really affected us as teenage girls." We like, yes. She she was like, "I remember trying on corsets and swamp in 2001 because Lady Marmalade." Yes, yes, it made She's it like, happen. We may have lost our virginity slightly earlier than we would have because Lady Marmalade yeah. was around. They were empowering <laughs> me. Okay, like yeah, that yeah. was 100%. it. You know, like the um particularly that look right there was a girl band mm. in my like so there was a the, the local sort of dublin five music scene had bands all of whom were just comprised of lads and there was one girl band called madam shout out if any of you are one of the three girls in madam i thought you were incredibly cool and part <laughs> of that was um that the i think there was one or two gigs where they might have all come out dressed like the lady marmalade and it, that's either me clouding my memory and maybe the lead singer was wearing a corset at one juncture and they all had very big hair but it was a hundred percent lady marmalade bullshit mm. sure like, when we were kids we used to put on shows in our in my next door neighbor's back garden make our parents pay and we'd we do lady marmalade like, yes we'd yes that's a life and we'd go for it and, like, they never let me be christina they're always like you can be little <laughs> ah. like the one singer in the group they're like you can be the rapper i was like okay <laughs> fine okay <laughs> it's my dream to be christina <laughs> god her hair was amazing in that video as well like that wig yeah. that just enormous like poodle ass like yeah, halo of blonde nonsense <laughs> and the the yeah. oh man like miles the makeup was miles ahead of her time as well the big striking Contact. eyes like she was unreal yeah. but the runs are like the kind of thing that you might try alone and then be like <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> what i have the fuck was that <laughs> oh it's hard yeah it's hard remember, there's one specifically i've actually two stories for you so there's one specifically where she it's in one of her last songs called keep singing my song and she holds this note for so long and then finishes that ridiculously long note off with the most insane run. I remember just being like in my room, every time I came on being like, trying <gasps> ah! <laughs> <laughs> to do it. And then I had this really kind of <clears throat> lovely for full circle moment where I listened to it then as like an adult and without even thinking, just like sang the full thing and then kind of didn't get her, you know, her run as she did, but got, you know, did my own version of it pretty close. And I was like, oh my God, eight year old me would be absolutely stoked right now. Yeah. Um, And then there's another one for you. So in one of our runs, I was convinced and I am still to this day to the point that I tried to prove the point to my my housemate there, like five minutes before this call, that she says my name in one of the runs. Now I know, right, this is ridiculous. I know she doesn't actually say my name, but she does. So it's in her song Sore, right? And it's at four minutes, 10 seconds. And she does this crazy run. And what'd she say? Um, I'm on blank now, but she says says the line, something, something, and Sore Laura, right? She goes, oh, Laura. And I'm like, it, it said, and I showed my friend there and I was like, do you hear it? And she's like, yes. I remember as a kid being in the back of my parents car, with the album on the car, the lyric sheet. And I was like, she says my name, she does. And they're like, Laura, like, she does. And I'm like, go listen to it after this. I will, I'm, de- I'm convinced now, four <laughs> minutes, 10 seconds. I can't yeah. show you now because, or four minutes, nine seconds around, but I can't. Spread your rings and sore, Laura, that's it, yeah. So you go check that out. Mm. <laughs> Those lyric sheets were like holy relics, you know? Oh God, weren't Like they? folded up in the front of the CD case, like that's <laughs> yeah. cool. Like I love Spotify and I love the endless, um, I cannot believe that I can just listen to a song 15 times in a row. 
which I do. That's how yeah. I listen to music. I'm just like, today, I guess we're doing this. We're doing Angel Eyes by ABBA again. And then that's just my song for the <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah. And I will just listen to one song for a whole day and that's it. And yeah. I can't believe I can do that. Genuinely, yeah. as, a, as a kid who grew up with a Walkman, I cannot believe that I can just go repeat, repeat, repeat. And then just any song that I half remember, I can find it and listen to it in full and until whenever like there's no sitting around waiting for music videos there's no uh skippy cds there's mm. no having to buy cds now obviously that's a hemorrhage on the music industry and spotify need to pay people um which mm. they apparently don't which is gross but um <clears throat> there are ones out there yeah there's no lying in bed, bawling, crying, waiting for mom to come in and change the Spice Girls tape from side A to side B. Oh, that's what I did. that is so real. <laughs> that is so real. Oh, man. Screaming. So real. That's amazing. Side A and side B. It's got, like the tactile thing is amazing, but the lack of access yeah. sucked. And I feel spoiled rotten yeah. by the fact that I can listen to whatever music I want. Like, I just can't believe it. Mm. But also what that removes is the relic. Mm, it removes the thing you can hold removes a body of work sometimes Mm. in a way that like you get this album you put it in the cd player you are then committed to that album from start to finish you listen Mm. to it in the order the artist intended it you you know you've got the lyrics you've got whatever pictures they want i remember any book that i got would be in bits Bits. because i'd just be Mm. reading it back to front like um and even little things like i know when i was younger i I loved taylor swift as well and when i get one of her albums she had all these hidden messages written in the lyrics it was like there's a capital letter every like whatever and you have to like crack it all the second i'd buy it i'd be in liffey valley with my mom sitting on the benches in the middle of like ripping it open what has she got to say to me (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's It's powerful stuff like yeah also as like a fidgety person like not having CD booklets now to hold on to while I'm listening to something. I always have yeah. to do something else with my hands and my eyes. So I'm not actually paying as much attention to the music as I would have. Knitting, Alan. Telling you. Knitting, knitting is the yeah. only way. Like, you're just going to oh, have to. I've, I found those very, very cheap, shitty games that get advertised on Instagram that where yeah. you're just like directing someone that pushes something. A fidget spinner. It's just. I feel it's basically a, 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 an iPhone fidget spinner. I yeah, have to stop using because of the. Here, here's an ASMR for you. Because of podcasts, I can't use my beads. But if I'm talking to somebody mm. on Zoom casually, I, I'll just sit here. I have two. As we're doing this, I'm like this. Yeah, rings. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. rings. Absolutely. I just love how, like it's busy work while you're listening is the most powerful thing. And again, that there's a really particular texture to the CD booklet. That real silky yes. paper. Oh. Shiny. They're yeah. gone now. That sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we get really to know sucks. the lyrics so much more too, I think. I've no head for lyrics anymore. So yeah. Yeah. Having it written in front of you, I think. Because I think sometimes when you're listening to a song, you kind of pick it up whatever way you pick it up. But um, there's definitely mm. something about having that album that you're sitting down, you're in the moment and you're just, you're reading it, you're looking at it, you're just, you're just, that's the one thing you're doing. You're not doing anything else. Yeah. There's you know? a rehearsal not. to it. There's a rehearsal, <clears> you yeah. know. And yeah, uh, I know my lyrics. I feel like I have learned the absolute maximum quantity of lyrics that I can learn, and I have now got yeah. no retention skills for lyrics whatsoever. I can still sing yeah. all of Joseph and his amazing technical dream coat beginning to end. Amazing, but I can't. That's <laughs> but that's just taking up the whole. Uh, that's like the whole gigabyte is gone. Like that's it. There's nothing yeah. else. The memory stalls out. We're, just, <laughs> yeah. we're finished. I don't know. You're done. You're finito. Complete absolutely. Yeah. So how do you think or do you think in terms of your own work what uh 
like, where do you find Christina in your own work? Like, where do you find this album in in the in your process or in your outcome? Like, where is she situated in your kind of set of influences? Um, she's at the foundation, I think. Um, and that album is at the foundation because I find myself now when I'm listening to music I'm being influenced by like say funk and soul and pop and and different production sounds and you know electronic sounds and different things and old school music but I think my foundation is kind of laid where I play piano I write all my songs on piano I produce I'm using piano and um, the kind of she there's so much kind of soul natural soul in um in her voice in her writing in her music that I think that's always kind of that's always in every song I do, there's an element to that. And then with her voice, I don't sound like her, I wish I, well, I'm not saying I sound like her, because I don't, I wish I did, but um, I've definitely picked up some of her kind of characteristics, her belting, her, um, the way she- Love a belter. Love yeah. a belter. We got like, I, I, I swear to God, I, I, there's a lot of like whispering going on, you know, a lot yeah. of glottal stuff, no, a lot of back of the not. throat kind of like, business yeah it's like come on Liza Minnelli where are you do you know what I mean yeah. will somebody not <laughs> yeah. just like give it night I feel like I saw a video on TikTok um which I sensibly deleted over Christmas and I'm no longer in withdrawal from but before <laughs> I walked away from the vortex I remember watching a video of a singer who was belting absolutely she was belting and like you got really she was pitchy now but she was really belting and all of the comments we've been like oh my god don't belt belting is tacky ew belting and I'm like I was sitting there going, hold on, hold the fucking what? shop now. <laughs> What's wrong with, maybe it's just out of style. Yeah. You know? Or like uh, there's yeah. a there's a fad towards a kind of a like a very particular whispery voice, but like belting is that bigness, that big chest sound, you know, like I, yeah, uh, it's my favorite, sure. it's my favorite. Yeah, and I think you get so much like out. You get so much out of it too. Like, um, mm. not only from a performing points, you mm. just feel like, okay, this person pissed me off, and I'm gonna go scream about it. Yes. But um, but even just in hearing it, like even Sia, like Sia belts. Her Do you know what heart Sia out. really does belt? Like, you know there's no. She. You can't whisper it. chandelier like you really can. No. You know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, and I think um, I mean, I I definitely I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily think that belting can go out of style but I think that other things come into style and yeah. take kind of the foreground so I get what you mean when you're saying about the whisper kind of like softness <sighs> you know what I'm saying yeah 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 that's but it then I almost kind of feel like god where is the originality in some of those if Bingo. everyone's trying to say it a certain way and follow a fad and it's a very particular you know feminine I mean? a very particular like there is a yeah. kind of a aesthetic to it which is quite homogenous yeah, I find. the welcome to my kitchen vine oh my which god nails it. yeah <laughs> like, oh, like it's yeah it is but then that will that will go then you know what i mean where i just think something about <clears throat> her voice is just gritty and it's raw and it's not something that you're like oh i like it's it's kind of one of a kind in a way you yeah. know um, but it's, it's really triumphant, I find. Like, like the that run yeah. near the end of dirty that just before <laughs> the very last chorus. That I'm not going to even try do it. But you know the do one it. I'm talking about. <laughs> that one. Alan, yeah. Amazing. Every so often <laughs> I'm like, oh my good. god, Alan's Alan's like not even low key. Alan's like a singer. Like Alan knows. <laughs> That's my car fault. Said That's actually but yeah. yeah, when, yeah. But, but when she does it, yeah, yeah, it's like. 
blood rising like it's God, amazing yeah you just feel yeah. triumphant Everything. is the perfect word mm. that is you have nailed it that's exactly what it sounds like like that yeah. video is in a boxing ring for a reason that she is yeah. punching that song around like god it's amazing. yeah absolutely yeah. yeah and it's it's really empowering too i think mm. a lot of her like <clears throat> a lot of her um songs just have such an empowering feeling behind it not even just with the lyrics but in those runs in in that growl she does and in that kind of the, the power she gives it um, that's actually another thing that even that I find I'm picking up from now in writing. Yeah, is I like that kind of empowering corner. Um, I don't have many songs where, <clears throat> not like these are fine. I think it's really good to be vulnerable. Um, and it's really good to kind of have the moments where you're upset and you're being listen. This is what's happening, and that's nuance. Itself. Nuance. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but she has her other. She is like an angle that I think it's similar to see it that um even though I'm hurting right now, I'm kicking ass. I'm, I'm still staying strong while I'm doing it, you know? Yeah, your hurt um, can be enormous and it can have, it can contain multitudes. Like it does not need to mm. be enacted in a smallness. You know, there's room for all Absolutely. different gradients of expression, obviously. And like, there are times definitely where I want to listen to like tiny whispery, sad voices. Mm -hmm. But I also think that then there is enough space for enormous sounds to encompass hurt and enormous sounds mm. that the human body can produce like it's and it's also nice to listen to somebody execute something amazing like oh, listening 100%. to somebody flex is so good <laughs> yeah. oh for sure and My i think she takes no, no, you go on. You're, oh, you're no, it's all good. Like, no, you go ahead. I want another story. <laughs> uh, my sister's an amazing singer. Um, she's pitch perfect, and uh, I love singing with her. And she is so much better than me. <laughs> oh my god, she's so good. It's like shocking how good she is. And I'm not just saying that because she's my sister, because I genuinely wouldn't if she wasn't. But she is, and <laughs> she also has a really good ear for like discussing mm. other people's voices. And she loves. Um, remember saying to me before that there are two people who when she's watched them singing they look like they're enjoying their own voices and i think that's yeah, a really yeah. interesting comment right so yeah. you see it with adele yeah right where adele is just like you know yeah. you want to see what i can do like let's go you know and also barbara streisand who equally is another oh. belter has another huge voice right and mm -hmm. uh, i think probably you could very happily add Christina Aguilera to that list right where it's like yeah. she has a machine inside of her and she is enjoying oh, yeah. that she is using that machine she knows how to use it yeah yeah <laughs> for sure <clears throat> yeah no, absolutely yeah 100% 100% it's just like and I don't really know if there's been another one exactly like her I know there's a lot of like, incredible singers out there that can kind of throw their voice around and and do all the runs and but I just think she had that mixture of everything she had that emotion the belt the growl the control and then to get the rawness to it as well that I think is just really one of a kind you know what I mean and I think what I was going to say before is that I feel like her and Sia mm. both occupy that space of so say if you think about it in, in like um in order of okay you want to sit there and you want to have a cry and something really bad's happened to you and there's different people that occupy that space um, and different songs that do and then when you're coming out of that you kind of hit your rock bottom and you're like okay now i'm ready to get back up again that's where she is and that's where sia is too mm. it's like i'm bawling crying but i'm gonna fuck i'm gonna fucking get on with it anyways i'm yeah. gonna smash this you're not gonna know i'm upset i'm gonna absolutely smash whatever it is i have to do and i'm gonna get on with it and um, even though i'm in bits i'm not over it yet but it's it's that it's almost like the strongest point of being upset 
Wow, yes. Mm. Like the upswing of vulnerability. That's exactly yeah, it. Because yeah. you yeah. can hear you can hear that there is a <laughs> there is a vibe and a broken heart, but there's also yeah. this and Alan, I can't get the word triumphant out of my head now. Do you know? Yeah. Like that there is this really like that's an enormous mood. Like gotta gotta do with a bit more of that. Like that's restorative shit, you know? That's, that's important. It. Yeah, that's you have to lead there or else you'll just stay in that space forever and that's not a good place to be in. No, that is no crack for anybody. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's but it's cool. it's nice to it's nice to see her be um really vulnerable in that in that way too, where she is just like, you know, sad or insecure. Um a funny thing actually, so you know, in beautiful mm-hmm. at the start, she's like, Don't look at me. I also can't take that serious now since me girls. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but um, all roads end at Mean Girls, man. All roads always, end at Mean Girls. Everything, yeah. everything goes back um, there. And it's so it should. Like, um, so when she was that part's actually a genuine thing that happened. So Linda Perry, the the girl that wrote that, um, when she come over, she initially didn't want to give the song to Christina Aguilera actually because she was like, really? "You're a pretty girl. Like, you don't get this. Like, you're not like it was me." It's more Pink originally, wasn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. There, she wrote yeah. a lot for Pink, so like, yeah, I think mm. so. Um, I think you're right there. And um, and she was like, yes, you're you're a pretty girl. You don't get this. And she was like, let me just sing it. Like, let me come over and let me sing it. And she was like, right, fine. So in the demo, she was like, right, just sing this, record it. Her friend was standing there, and Christina was like, don't look at me. Like she was actually asking her friend to turn around because she didn't want wow. to be seen while she was singing the singing, song. Yeah. And then they were like, well, that has to go in it now. <laughs> and that's in the song. So, but it's it's nice that it's like, it's a genuine moment. I love um, when you can hear that. Like there are moments, I, this lovely folklore nearly that comes out of recording <clears throat> studios in that way, isn't there? Where mm. you, like there's a, a, a good, this lovely television show that I like that Elijah Wood does a voice in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can hear the times in it when his laugh is real because he leans yeah. away from the mm. microphone and you can act, you can they've kept his real laugh in and you can hear God. the fact that he's leaning away from the microphone because he's pissing himself laughing and then he has to come back yeah. it's not always but sometimes you can hear these little distances and uh it's there's something very very powerful about that isn't there these little relics of sound that are kind of left through tracks from mm. things that were happening in the room you know it's not 100 it, it is overproduced obviously it's pop but at the same time leaving those little <coughs> jewels hanging around mm. is really important i have a funny one for you actually so with the song i'm actually putting out tomorrow um girls like you like me uh yeah i wanted to get this kind of um chanty thing with like all my girls singing this girls like you like me like you um, and then I was like I want some like fun I want party I want like the sound of just people having fun and laughing <clears throat> and like I got a bunch of my closest friends and closest like artists in the industry at the minute to like just be like okay can you just sing this um just sing oh. just whatever and then I was like can you actually also act you just like act like you're at a party or shout it and we were like they're doing the best they can act, act absolutely do in the house by themselves with a oh, microphone yeah. we're missing that fun kind of vibe and then my girlfriend who had been who's living on the Isle of Man um, had been out on a night out and this is like during my recording process they weren't in lockdown or anything and she sent me an audio from the girls bathroom and she was like oh I actually hate girls bathrooms and I was like that's perfect friend of myself. Oh, <laughs> so I put it in the song <laughs> and now oh at God. the end of that song it's my friends taking the piss laughing all their outtakes really and then random drunk girls in the Isle of Man toilet. Yes, amazing. <laughs> That's incredible. 
what a yeah. lovely what a lovely sneaky little jewel like a little diamond there yeah. at the end you know absolutely especially That's from all this shite year yeah like a yeah. trace oh God, of obsession you know yeah 100% listening to that I was like oh my god that sounds amazing are you messing the next time I'm in a, in a pub I'm going to set up in the girls bathroom around one o'clock in the morning and be like yeah. you look amazing hon you look yeah. fucking amazing where'd you get that lipstick that Charlotte Tilbury you look amazing you look amazing you look amazing that's just oh I'm just gonna do it for an hour just to catch yeah. up on all of the like yeah. brief compliments that I didn't get to give uh, different women locked in the jacks. Oh my god, yeah. I can't wait. Oh. We're like a bit more insecure now because you haven't had that reassurance from the drunk girls in the bathroom. Also, we I dress like a. I, I don't know what I dress like anymore, man. Like a fraggle or some shit. So I got a, God, I know. I've lost touch with reality. <laughs> Literally. Like even like talking to new people is so weird. So socializing weird. is. I'm like I don't know how to do this anymore. It's it's very very <laughs> different. But we're doing. I think we're doing a great job. I think it's I think we've good. we've learned we've learned new skills. You know, Absolutely. like I was I was talking about I was talking to a friend of mine. If you may listener, you may hear the dog in the background, which is probably a bit late for me to tell you. But if they're squeaking, it's Weaver. <laughs> she is now four months old. Um, and I was uh, yeah, meeting people outside and talking to the dogs is is bananas. But also I just I look like completely crazy at this point like i don't dress like a person who goes out anymore so watching yeah. that old lady marmalade video was actually kind of devastating because i was sitting there kind of examining all their accessories <laughs> they're all wearing a lot of jewelry as well as a lot of makeup and i'm just like god could you yeah. imagine wearing like earrings weird what does that feel like bracelet why would you wear that many bracelets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was literally having this conversation today with someone and I was like, just like being in anything other than like tracksuit bottoms and a t-shirt or something, maybe a bra, like if maybe. we're feeling best Generous, spicy, yeah. Like you at, know the top, what I mean? at the top end of things, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else is so uncomfortable. Like if I have to wear like an actual bra and if I have to like wear a shirt and be in jeans and wear shoes. Jeans. I'm, like, jeans. This is a I'm still wearing one. jeans and a belt every day. This is a, oh, this is a year in. Well this is Juvenilia Bingo. Uh, <laughs> if you are somebody who has been listening since the beginning of Juvenilia, or I might have heard myself and Ellen Tanham in the past give Alan stick. I am so proud of you for sticking with your jeans and your belt for relaxing. Al, yeah. I am delighted. Wow. I just, I don't know. I Yeah, it's weird. I have stopped wearing a watch. I used to wear a watch every day. I haven't worn a watch in a year. Because that feels Speaking weird. of the, the early naughties, for for <laughs> yeah. my for for me and Kerry's wedding anniversary, uh, Kerry got me a fucking baby G watch. So extreme nineties or like late nineties, early naughties fashion. Like it is beautiful. I have worn it twice. Wow. I carry it in my handbag, and I will start wearing it again because time isn't real. <laughs> like, no, why would oh I want to know what time it is? Um, no. But it's gonna I'm gonna be in the girls' bathroom at like two o'clock in the morning, uh bottle of, bottle of wine and a half deep, telling everyone they're gorgeous wearing a baby G. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and a load of bracelets and <laughs> oh a corset with my hair fit on you. L- like playing Lady Marmalade <laughs> off my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Just, that is the dream. Like that time is coming for us. Uh hey Laura, plug your stuff for us. Oh yeah, of course. So I've got a song coming out. It'll probably be out by the time this podcast is out, actually, maybe. <gasps> yeah. Um, yeah, it will, yeah. It will be. So Big I nice. felt like you like me. I know, I know. I'm gonna do one of those um Instagram live streams we were giving out a bit earlier. You, <laughs> you've like, gotta lie on the floor. You know? You've gotta lie on the floor. <laughs> and and cry. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'll try. <laughs> if they come naturally do. If they come okay. naturally do. 
Um, so I'm doing that and um, then I've got another single out called Distraction and then they are going to be the singles off my debut EP which is also called Girls Like You Like Me and that is going to be out in June as far as I know Sound um, of Summer yeah and then I've got yeah. another another three songs recorded after that for people amazing so, getting that stuff. good lockdown yeah. trove ready to roll that's it absolutely and then i'm going to be recording another ep so there's going to be a non-stop stream of music coming at you for the next year and a half two years if not if not more and you can find me on spotify give us a follow if you're feeling sound um and instagram and whatever whatever you want to use what's the instagram handle for anybody wants to see you sit on the floor right at now. lk music so E-L-K-A-E music amazing thank you so much Sarah where can we find you oh Alan I'm at home dude I don't go anywhere I don't do anything I walk my dog around the estate wearing weird clothes Um, I'm at Grifsky I'm so depressed about it I give up man Um, I'm at Grifsky on Twitter at Sarah Grifsky on Instagram my books are in all good bookshops other words for smoke and square and pen parts and as of today uh, both of them have earned out which is very exciting so uh, please buy Amazing. them please buy them even though nice they've been out for a couple of years uh, Alan Maguire where can we find you my love uh, crouched over my pedal board playing with a looper pedal yes living right um, yes. the dream yeah <laughs> and also at Alan underscore Maguire everywhere uh, Juvenalia is Juvenalia underscore pod on Twitter Juvenalia pod on Instagram we have a Patreon we need to do some episodes for it. We're, we're going to do a Neon Genesis Evangelion one, man. Where I'm just, yes. I'm just going to drag you kicking and, and screaming. On oh, the OA. We're going to do some and weird shit. We're going to just do some weird <laughs> yeah. shit is what we're going to do. So you should come and I'm hang out with us it. and do some weird mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Dean McDonald, for our artwork. Thanks, Dee. Uh, thank you to Tall Tales for having us, being our family. <laughs> Love you, Cassie. And... Yeah, and that's it. Thank you again to LK. On this important night, thank you for being with us. Yeah, Yeah. Jesus.